Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 80. Ocho, did we find out what the zero was? I think it's just zero. <laughs> Ocho zero? Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll work. It'll so work our, for this episode. Our Spanish-speaking French can correct us on that. Yeah. Let me make sure that this is... And we also want to hear right. it in German and Venezuelan and... Yeah. So uh, Ocho zero. Zero. I think you're supposed to say what zero. I don't know. Like I can't Sarah? say anything right because I'm fighting a sinus infection, so nose is all stopped up. I, Do you I can speak Spanish, you. Garrett? What's that? Do you speak Spanish? No. Okay. I can order a beer. Uno cerveza, That's important. I just know cerveza. That usually gets it. <laughs> Speaking of cerveza. Yeah, we got a few I'm, in here. I'm feeling, but we didn't drink it. No, they're all empty, dude. Yeah, I need to clean I was, up. I was expecting a ice cold the lead, Paps Blue Ribbon. The lead quarters is... is uh, Party Central that hasn't been cleaned. Yeah, we so. got empty liquor bottles. There's cans all over the place. This place, you had a party, didn't you? Yeah, and you were part of it. <laughs> you and Sam. <laughs> Did you do anything There's cool? My invitation. <laughs> Open invitation, brother. Did you, you do anything with cool with guns this week? Anything cool with guns? Or anything I with guns, period. Uh, well, you know, I, I got that Glock 27 through uh-huh. a trade. I'm looking at another possible trade where there's a Springfield V10 45 hmm. 1911. Yeah. It's a little compact. Is that the one we shot at SHOT Show? I don't think so. Hmm. No, these know. have been around for a while. They're not new or anything. Okay. But it's just, you know, compact 1911 45. Stainless steel. I think it's got ported barrel. So I'm trying to decide... If I want to make that trade or not. Have you shot the 26 yet? The 27. 27, I mean. Well, you know, you and I were at the Nashville Armory the other day, Mm -hmm. and we were there just kind of goofing around, and we had plenty of time, and I had it with me, and I had every intention of taking it out and shooting it, and And completely forgot. We yapped too much. Completely forgot. Mm. Freaking Sean got us sidetracked. Well, I've been sick as a dog, so I hadn't done anything. You know what I mean? He got us distracted. Yes, he did get us distracted. I've been sick, so I hadn't done anything. Last week, I took the kids to a, a theme park, so didn't do anything then, and I got sick this week. A theme park? Were you the Griswolds? Yes. <laughs> we went to Wally World. Did you have people just staring at you walking through a water... Was it a water park? No, it was a water park slash roller coaster park up in Kentucky. Did you have on a tank top? No, I did not have a tank top. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yes, and people were staring at me like I was a freak of nature. You have your 1776 United. No, I don't have one. When we were free, you t-shirt. Have one. I don't have a tank top. There are no guns to come out when the sun's out on these arms. <laughs> Just tall freaking nature. I did work on these guns this week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sam's got you started, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which leads us into somebody that has legitimate guns coming off of, out of his tank top. Our guest this week is Garrett Bischoff. Garrett, how's it going, man? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Good. And and that name that name rings a bell in the uh, industry of wrestling. It is. It is a. Yeah. It is. It's a. What do you call it? Is it royalty? Dynasty? Yeah. Royalty. Royalty kind of thing. I guess it probably depends on who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm 43, so I'm of your dad's era. And when he said Bischoff was going to go in, I kept thinking Eric. I was like, yeah. oh, cool, yeah. I remember Eric Bischoff. Well, it, it's all cool. And he's like, Garrett's no, it's here Garrett. Too. It's his son. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, how old is he? Like, what are you, like 30? 30, yeah. Just turned 30 this April. Well, happy birthday. Nice. Happy birthday. Nice. April you young whippersnapper. <laughs> April 20th. Ah, uh, 12th here. It's close. 420. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> 
if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> so, are you in the the TNA? We are going to Colorado in a month. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yes, yep. Currently with TNA. So been tell us. For been there for going on, uh, going on about four, four and a half years now. And they're based out here in Nashville, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, you they know are. what's funny? Here's a funny story about TNA and Talking we, Lead. We have a connection with you guys. Talking Lead started three doors down from TNA in that Mexican radio station and coming station. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are neighbors. That's right. And we were. <laughs> we started there. And then the Mexican DJs were like, we don't understand anything you're saying. Please get out. <laughs> Every night when I would come up on the elevator, the elevator opened right up at your offices. And I would always peek my head in there just to see. Because you guys were closed by the time yeah, we, we did always the show. Yeah, we night. <laughs> I never got anything good out of there. So I, didn't no. get, I didn't get to see any of you brutes walking around. I wasn't looking for the brutes. I was looking for the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, do, did you get to do anything cool with guns recently? Doesn't have to be this week, but... Uh, well, actually, uh, you know, um, my family has a home in Cody, Wyoming, which, uh, my mom and dad live at in the summertime. Uh, I don't live, I used to live there. Now uh, that's where I keep a good majority of my, my guns at. Um, nice. so I was just up there. My wife and I were just up there in July, over July 4th weekend, something we always look forward to big family reunion and, uh, have a good time. But, uh, one of the things I do look forward to most is just be able to walk out my deck and, Work a few rounds off because we're out in the middle of nowhere. We have 26 acres, so uh, cool. you know, I grew up shooting. I love shooting, getting my hands on on guns every time I can. And, uh, I actually just got a new DPMS AR-10. Nice, a 24, yeah, 24 inch stainless steel bull barrel on there. Um, well, before I got up there, I had uh, a buddy of mine who's a gunsmith in town take the bolt out, do a little little custom. Fine tuning to it, so I was really anxious to get there and shoot. So smooth as butter. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's probably my my most recent one. Was just get up there and build a wreck. You know, double shoot through that. How you talk about a sweet shooting gun? Yeah, uh, you gonna take that hunting this year? If I get a chance to, yeah, I'd love to get up there and uh, you know try to go whack a deer with it. Deer or elk? Uh, I'm not sure if I'll get a chance to get up there or not. Do you guys hunt um, elk up there? Sure do, sure do. Yeah, there's a uh, mule deer, whitetail, elk. Uh, you know, it just depends on what you can get drawn for. Cool. Yeah, they do drawings, don't they? Up there. I'm not a uh, I'm not a resident of Wyoming anymore, so I get to put in for the for the long for the long draws these days. You're, you're down there in uh, Clearwater Wrestling Central. <laughs> yeah, Clearwater, Florida. That's it. We were talking offline a minute earlier that uh, you know Clearwater. There's something in the water down there when it comes to wrestling. There's just wrestlers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Come out of Clearwater. <laughs> Telling you, bro, it's because we got we have to keep a good tan all the time. <laughs> <laughs> got to get that tan somewhere, right? That's it. It's not spray on, is it? No. <laughs> if if it's spray on, we're gonna laugh. <laughs> no, no, well, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I've sprayed on a few times. <laughs> when in need, you've right? got those. You've got those winter matches. You gotta you gotta get it somehow, right? Hey, believe it or not, my wife owns a spray tanning business here. That's what she does for profession. She, uh, it, you'd be amazed. At how popular that stuff is. Now, wait a minute. You're in Florida on the beach, and spray-on is a popular thing down there? Yeah. That's that crazy. People look at other lives, either skin cancer or don't want to get skin cancer. Uh, I guess that's or, true. Or, you know, know, when you work for a living full-time, you don't have time to get to the beach. But when you do get there on the weekend, people you want to have to already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we tried to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's just where all the retirees went was Florida. <laughs> 
only in the winter. And us wishful people visit there, you know, a couple yeah. of weeks out of the year. So it's time for our Jack Wagon of the Week and Arlie Army. Go for it, man. Hoorah, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week. So brace yourself, baby. So the Jack Wagon of the Week. We've gone back and forth on this. Wanted to get more information. We're going to let our listeners decide. Yeah, so... And you know where we're headed with this. The verdict is in. Uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, uh, yeah he um, he sued the estate of Chris Kyle. We started uh, off suing Chris Kyle. Right. And then we all know, unfortunately, what happened to Chris Kyle. Right. He was murdered. And went and continued. Ventura continued the lawsuit against his estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. The verdict just came in today. Was it last night? Today? Uh, yesterday, I think. And he was awarded a little over $1.8 million. Yep. I think 500000 of it was... Defamation. Defamation. And then and loss then, of income. And then one, the rest of it, yeah, was the, the remaining amount. So, I mean, we've seen different sides of them I mean, we've obviously seen venturas and listened to him he was on some talk show this morning i watched a video on mm-hmm. it yeah you know, he's spouting off blah 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 bullshit oh, was it again blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know here's here's where where i'm torn obviously they they couldn't produce enough evidence that it happened, that the incident actually right. occurred. Right. Or maybe they did. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've been reading different stuff. I've heard it was equal witnesses for both. And then at one point, it was a hung jury. Oh, I, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, and the judge said, you got to make a decision. He said, otherwise, it's going to be a mistrial, blah, blah, blah. They deliberated again. They came back, and I guess they came up with the... The verdict. The verdict. Gave him the money. Yeah, I guess they were just like, all right, let's just you know be done with this. So it sounded to me like the jury gave up for yeah. one, because yeah. there were two that Makes you wonder what kind of world we're living in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two. I think they said it was like I don't know. Was there twelve people on a jury? I don't know. So it was like ten to two, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and the two were holding it up, and I guess they fell into the peer pressure or whatever, and they came up with this verdict. Uh, so Bring the whole new meaning to that old saying: rather be carried by six than tried by twelve. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. If if it happened, it happened. Mm-hmm. If it didn't, it didn't. Right. There's only really, well, There's there should be a whole bar full of people that know yeah. <laughs> what happened. Right. But apparently there's just two, and only one of them can tell his side of the story. And, and the reason we're wanting to throw him on the jack wagon train is, okay, lawsuit, it's between him and Chris. Everything hits the fan. We all know what happened to Chris Kyle. And he continues with it afterwards and sues the estate of Chris Kyle. Well, he, he does that, which, again, I you know, if if you feel like you've been done wrong and your character has been blemished and, you know, he's going supposedly to to clear his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he just did that. Okay, right. he, he won. He got the lawsuit. But now what's he doing? He's suing the publisher. He's guy. going and suing the publisher. So now we see what his true motives are, which is money. Right. Exactly. You know, so that's why I want to throw him on the jack wagon track. Yeah. No. I mean, he did, he should just let it lie, you know, be done with it and and move on. 
No, he he, he was a bar fight. They should have just let it ride after the five minutes after it happened. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they walked out the you door, that's when it should have stayed where it was. You're the big. You want to you know proclaim yourself to be you know you know you're the badass that you used to be. You used to be the Navy SEAL. But that's bad. his whole thing. You know he what? says, "Listen, he, we've all got we've all been in bar fights. We've all gotten our asses kicked when we've all kicked yeah. the ass. No, wash it off." Shut up, quit, wipe your tears, drink a beer, and get over it. Right. Amen. But that's his whole argument is it never happened. He's saying yeah. it never happened. Yeah, he's saying crazy. he never met Chris Kyle until he filed the, the lawsuit. Yeah. He's being a jack wagon about the whole thing, no matter what happened to the whole situation. Yeah. And, it is. and there's questions as to whether he's a, a SEAL or not. He was, was it UDT? He Before went through they were sc- called he went, SEALs. He went through the school. UDT, yeah. But it's my understanding that he never actually was a SEAL, but he calls himself a SEAL. Well, I don't want to touch that one with the ten foot bull. <laughs> yeah, well, we know somebody who can. We can verify. We can get it that. verified. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just uh, it's too bad when you know, like, you know, whatever happened happened or whatever didn't happen didn't happen. But yeah, you know, after this tragedy, you don't think that there's enough going on in his family and his and his and his wife, you know, and having to deal with everything that you still gotta. You can't just if if, if that's what happened, you can't just be the bigger man and just. Walk away. No, exactly. You, gotta, you won your one point eight million dollars. Walk away now. Exactly. Just yeah. be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Just, just disappear. Go bury yourself in a hole for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Go go, go back to Mexico where you decided that you didn't like the United States that much anymore. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna go buy a house I, in Mexico. Enjoy. I completely agree. Jack wagon. Enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> Jack wagon. Yeah. So welcome to the Jack wagon train, Jesse Ventura. The body, if you go, but with wrestling terms. <laughs> hey, have you ever met him? By the way, no. Not not through your circles. No, he was uh, he was that was he was much more before my time. I was a kid when he was doing his thing, and he retired from it before long before I ever got involved. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know Hulk Hogan's <sighs> still doing it. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's <laughs> still doing everything. <laughs> yeah, there he is. He's a machine. What what is he taking? I want some. <laughs> Yeah, I need some of that. Yeah, it, it was neat meeting uh, Nick when I did that movie with him. It, it, out of all the different actors that had somewhat of a name that were there, he was the only one that had the time to actually sit down and talk to all the peons. It was kind of cool. Good he's guy. Nick. No, he's, he's, Hogan. he's a good kid. I grew up with him. Good kid. Now he's, I think he's not a kid. He's an adult, but he's a good guy. I like to hang out. You know, time he's in town, we always you know, try to hang out together a little bit. Nice. Now, now Tila Tequila, on the other hand, that's a whole other story, but you know, I won't go there. <laughs> she may she may sue my estate for defamation. <laughs> what is she? Uh, is she yeah, a wrestler? Yeah, yeah. No, Tila Tequila, the little... You know, uh, tries being uh, trisexual, whatever she is. (laughs) What about her? She was in that movie that I was in with Nick Hogan. Oh, I was wondering what the freaking connection was. Yeah, and she was she was not friendly at all in the slightest. She got into wrestling or something. No. (laughs) So, Garrett, we ask a few questions of all of our guests, and we'll go ahead and ask you all of them. How how did you originally get into firearms? Uh, My father. My dad, uh, ever since I, as long as far back as I can remember, uh, my dad has always been around hunting. Uh, his dad taught him, you know, it's kind of been passed down two generations. And uh, as soon as she got me into it ever since I was a kid, I can remember when I was just barely tall enough to walk over the, the plowed fields and try to keep up. You know, he, I got my first Red Rider BB gun. He used to take me duck hunting with him. Nice. Uh, in, uh, in Minnesota. Not, you know, not that I was going to go. And we have determined that a Red Rider BB gun counts. 
as a game. <laughs> Now see Garrett, that's where so, you gotta you gotta build up the legend that is Garrett Bischoff and say, Yeah, I got my first duck with a Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. All, and just to make it even better, it was a teal and it was moving real fast. There you go. <laughs> I just got that nice long Red Rider lead on it. You had you had to lead it by about twenty yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you didn't really kill it, you just knocked it out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, kind of wing tip. But, uh, that was uh, that was, you know, and he's been, he's been, you know, we and we do this every year. He and I do some hunting, so it's been something we've been together for twenty five years, and uh, continue awesome. to do it. Uh, and so that's who really got me into it. My my love for guns kind of expanded, more to say, I guess. Uh, you know, he, my dad's always been real into the. Old, older rifles and hunting rifles, hunt shotguns. That's what he was brought up on, mm-hmm. um, and that's something I love too. But I expanded into the assault rifle, you know, assault range, um, modern sporting rifle. Modern, modern we like sporting. to call them. Now we're, yeah, we're gonna, have to, slap you. We're gonna have to slap your wrist when you say assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I've never been a big fan of being politically correct. So. <laughs> Nor have we. <laughs> But we don't like to add yeah. fuel to the fire. Uh, yeah, I, you know, that's kind of I expanded into that a little bit more. Uh, I have a, myself a nice little collection, and uh, I enjoy shooting the heck out of them. I, mean, I love I love going to the range. And just you know, take my wife or my cousin or you know whoever wants to go. You know, see, uh, have a nice little friendly competition who we can get the longest shot. Yeah. You know. Heck yeah. Uh, Do you still have any of the, the firearms that you grew up with? Absolutely. I have some that I grew up with, and my dad still has some of the ones that his dad had. So we have oh, quite, wow. quite a collection. Yeah, uh, a couple of my, my dad's dad, um, before he passed away, a uh, long time ago, before I was even born, he um, he used to build, he was kind of a gunsmith on the side. So he, uh, he we have a couple of the original Mausers. He, oh wow! Put together. Oh, yeah, beautiful. yeah, pretty neat stuff. You can actually two of them still have still have both German markings on them. Nice. Yeah, so pretty pretty neat stuff. So we have uh, quite the quite the extensive collection in there. And do you have any? Um, I go ahead. Honestly, I have one uh, one of them that's one of my favorite ones in there that my grandpa gave me. He I remember he bought it. I don't remember. I don't remember when he bought it. I just remember I can as as young as the age of ten. Maybe even a little younger. He said he had this gun for me under under his bed, but I couldn't have it till I was 16 years old. So every time we'd go over to Grandma Grandpa's, I'd always ask him to go in there and look at it. He'd pull it out. He'd <laughs> Temptation. Touch it. He let me hold. It. Yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't give it. Finally, I turned 16 again. It's an old uh, 44 mag lever action. They only made oh sweet. A it was a limited edition. He ordered it. He, cut, he pre-ordered it. I think I made like 100 of them or 101 of them. Um, and I to this. I have it. It's, I have the original box, the original instructions, the tape that's still on the ring, on the brass ring on the side. It's never been fired. Oh, wow. wow, man! Yeah, so that's one of my that's one of my prized pieces in there. So. Yeah, that's a showpiece uh, right there. Heck yeah! Yeah, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful gun. Yeah, like I said, it's got you know heck of a lot of sentimental. He bought it knowing that one day he'd give it to me. We're into and, gun uh, porn he here, so send us a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that one's locked in the safe. We uh, love gun porn. Can probably get, uh, get yeah. If you think about it next time you're around it, shoot us a. Uh, now, absolutely. Do you have any uh, military or law enforcement background? I do not. Okay. I do not. 
What what about when it comes to pop culture, like TV, movies, video games, books, magazines, whatever you want to pick? What's your go-to? What's your favorite that involves firearms? Oh boy, I, I can only pick one. No, <laughs> no, you can go more than one if you want. <laughs> all right, all right. As long as you can oh. quantify each one. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, God, I guess newer stuff on the newer end of things. Gotta love, gotta love the Expendable movies, just because that's good fun. Oh yeah. It's the most unrealistic thing in the entire world, but damn, it's fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> as far as that one goes, what uh, I don't remember is the uh, what they call it. They remember this one of the big automatic twelve gauge ninety round drum. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> the AA twelve. It gives me goosebumps every time. Oh yeah, down in the in the catacombs they were in with the Expendables. Yeah, you know the third one's coming out. Uh huh. Do we already yes. talk about this? I think we have. It's I good. will. It's got like Mel Gibson and yeah. Antonio Banderas, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that's what I saw. Wesley Snipes was in it today. I was like, oh, cool. My favorite B movie, dude. I'm seeing that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what's another horribly? See, if you listen to my movie choices, you'll realize real quick that I, the cheesier, the more cheesy, and the more horrible the movie is, the more I love it. So you watched Sharknado <laughs> last night, then? I, I did actually catch the last forty-five. I, I did too. <laughs> I have yet to watch that. It's so uh, bad that it, if you watch five minutes of it, you can't turn it off. It's that bad. My face. The, the best scene in that whole movie is when he's giving the pep talk with the chainsaw on top of the bus. <laughs> and that big truck comes flying over. He just like sticks that chainsaw and slices it clean in half like knife and butter. Well, well, you didn't like the part where he pulls his, his, his wife's uh, wedding ring out of the shark's mouth with her hand still on the gun and yeah. uses that gun? <laughs> yeah. You gotta love that part. Oh, gosh. Uh, that, that, awesome. that, that definitely ranks up there on, on bad. <laughs> man. You know, Harley, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh, man. I forgot all about that movie. Nobody's called that remember, one out yet. Yeah, remember, uh, remember in the end there? Or, uh, I guess not even in the end, but the, the, the trench coat guys that just can't kill them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the bulletproof trench coats, yeah, and then the uh, Vicky Work. Mm. Walking out that four fifty, that four fifty four hand cannon. Yeah, you know. Sp- <laughs> speaking of Mickey Rourke, that's it's odd that you say that. You know, since since you're a wrestler, how how true to life was that movie, The Wrestler? Um, on, because that movie so kind of depressing. I love that movie, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, but depressing. It's um, it's it's kind of scary true. Wow. For a lot of those, yeah. You know, for a lot, unfortunately, for a lot of for a lot of guys, it's kind of been their life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What Tomei is just freaking hot yeah <laughs> we're, we're talking about how scary true the movie is and left hand pulls out I'm marissa sorry. tomei's hot <laughs> she was she was something about her in that movie just wow uh, so, so you live in florida I live in clearwater beach florida yep. clearwater beach florida very nice uh, what's another one uh video games i got battlefield 4 on playstation i'm addicted to that one yeah, so so, ba- so battlefield yeah. 4 huh you like battlefield 4 battlefield 4 let me tell you man one of my boys uh up in Wisconsin, he owns a, a video game place, and he got he hooked me up with a brand new PlayStation Three. His name's Eric. He owns a place called Preplayed Media. Cool. Nice. Uh, hooked me up with this. Uh, sent me home with a stack of games, like all the Call of Duties and everything else. He oh goes, yeah. Play this Battlefield Four. Nice. That was uh, four or five months ago, and I haven't taken. I have never <laughs> even put one up. <laughs> wow. I've tried you know, that. Let me it. Hang on. Let me let me let me put you guys on hold for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. Man, that's for someone we put on. Hello? Yeah, you back? Hey, hello? Who is it? Hello? Hey, is this Gary Bischoff? <laughs> yeah, it's Gary Bischoff. Who's Gary this? Man, I got Gary Bischoff on the phone. Hey, I, got him. Well, you, I don't hey, think you got rid of him, Gary. Hey, <laughs> H is an H. 
brother? Is this a fanboy? You were in the ring with Hulk Hogan, man. You were that. Oh, man, that was <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Who are you? Yeah, man. Oh, man, you know this, man. It's no more fan, brother. No more fan. Hey, man, you remember that time when... <laughs> How when did they get your phone Angle? number? <laughs> when you were Kurt Angle, you all were talking, man, and, and you were... And you and then Kurt said something, and you said something, man. Oh, man, that was a good one. What in the world? <laughs> that was a good one. You got something we need to talk about, or can I get back to what I was doing here? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Yo, yeah, man, I'm, let's tell you something. I'm talking to my boys over here talking lists. Let me get back to that. Talking lead? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, oh, man. You ever heard of talking lead? Man, yeah, I know who those guys are, man. I had no idea you were on Wait a minute. with them. Wait a minute. Is this is this is groupie this, Gabe? Is Gabe? What? Oh, hey, hey, Z, yeah. Gabe left hand. What the hell? Yeah. How, How did you get our guest's number? How did you get his number? Yeah. Hey, uh. Have you I, checked our security? No, I, I, thought I, hit the, I thought I hit the hang-up button. I must have actually hit the merge button. How did you end up on this phone call? <laughs> Gabe, man, yeah, you, you know, it's one thing to show up where we're always at. But now you're like getting our guest phone numbers. That's kind of freaky. Hey, I had I had no idea. You, you know, I mean, I was uh, <laughs> I was driving down the road. Was he former and, NSA uh, or something? How's he getting our stuff? I, I don't know. Buddy of mine said, "Hey, man, I I think I got Garrett Bischoff's phone number." Uh huh. And I'm like, dude, I would love to talk to that guy. I had no idea he was recording with you. I, I, need, I need So you to try to disguise your voice while you talk to him? And, and by the way, we know who you are now. You don't have to keep the disguise up. <laughs> You keep going back and forth from your redneck fanboy voice to groupie <laughs> game. Sorry, man. When you, when, you, when, you see, when you hear Garrett Bischoff, man, you think aces and eights, brother. Aces and eights. You know what I'm saying? I can't help it, man. It's like NASCAR. People go to NASCAR, man. They get a, they get a country southern voice. They never even been to NASCAR. All right. All right. We'll send you a sticker pack or something, okay? <laughs> We got. All right, We got to finish this. We'll get one of his sweaty T-shirts sent to you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, all right, man. See you, guys. All right, lose the number. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Call him, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he hacked I don't us know again. About that guy. That's- that would be one of your brothers, Garrett. Man, we're sorry. Groupie Gabe is this guy that he shows up randomly. And we say randomly, but every single event we go to, he ends up there somehow. Or he somehow ha- hacks into our phone. He's got our phone number, so apparently he uh, he. But he ends up being a contacts. cool guy after a while, you know. Sometimes he shows that's, up that's, and it's kind of freaky. That's not entirely but... the way it goes. I mean, I don't. How did he still on here? Still <laughs> I think you no, need a hit of copish noggin, brother. Calm you down. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we got rid of them. <laughs> Just a big wad of coke, there, Gabe. I, I, I can tell when I'm not wanted, so you know, uh, y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you too. <laughs> there he goes. There he went. I think he might have just been making that sound effect too. He's probably still there. <laughs> he's probably he's a good impressionist. He probably is. Yeah, he does a great uh, John Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the gun questions, Garrett. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, when it comes to firearms that you own, or maybe you are you going to do own, all the questions today? Have I done them all? So far? Yeah, go ahead. Dude, I You're got on like a roll, med- brother. I'm medicated. You're I don't, on a roll. Go I don't ahead. know where I'm at. Go ahead. <laughs> have you ever owned a gun that there's a little bitty part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say, "Yeah, I, I had one of those." 
Hell no. <laughs> good answer. Any gun's a good gun. Nice. Good answer. I don't care if it's got a pink handle on it and flowers on the barrel. If it shoots lead, then we're good. What, right. a pair, what about a pair of tights that you were ashamed to take? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's another a different story. story. <laughs> yeah, because like, isn't it in wrestling when you're coming up through the ranks, you got to do some of the crazy like guys that get their ass kicked every match and stuff? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've man. had my share of ass kicking, that's for sure. <laughs> I had my share, but you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Nice. No, you're on a roll. Go ahead. All right. Uh, what about bucket list? Like, if, if money's no object, what's the <laughs> gun you want to get regardless of anything? Like, that's the next one I want. Cool. Which is the definition of bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> There's two. There's two. Okay. Um, uh, if, if money was no object, I just, just because I want one, I always wanted Badass, you know, Barrett 50. You know, who doesn't want one of those if you're into guns? I mean, but realistically, um, I would love to have the just tricked out to the bone as bad as they come. 338 is a pool. Oh, nice. You know, just, you know, I mean, the top notch optics, barrel, everything just tricked out. That, that would be my, you could easily, you could easily put. Eight, eight, nine thousand, ten, you know, ten grand, and stuff like that. No problem. You know, not even bad an eye at it. That's that would be that would be my bread and butter. Yeah, those three thirty eight is fun to shoot. I, that's what I shot when um, we shot our thousand yard shots at Shot Show. I shot the three thirty eight, and it was nice. I liked it. Of course, of course bad, we were kind of cheating. Machine. We were kind of cheating. It had the tracking point system on it, but. <laughs> That helps. But, I mean, those are the space. That's, you know, you got the technology these days. You know, if you can get it on there, use it. Heck yeah. Yeah, those systems are, like, 12 grand. How long have you been wrestling? Uh, about six, seven years now. Okay. Now, is that something? I mean, before I've actually been physically in the ring on a regular basis. That's kind of, that's kind of a newbie to the wrestling world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, I, it's hard to, you know, it just all kind of depends, you know, what, uh, how much time to get in the ring and but yeah, I mean it's still it's still pretty new. Then you did some refereeing, didn't you? Didn't you did, didn't you used to do some refereeing? Yeah. I started out as a ref. Um did that for about a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. Uh I loved it. Loved it. Actually helped me you know, meanwhile I was always training in the ring when I wasn't on the road doing the referee thing. Mm-hmm. Um I had great pe- I had uh, I got the pleasure to work with um Earl Heber, Brian Heber, who've been in the referee you know, they're legends in the referee world. Mm-hmm. Uh and, uh, you know, they got an awesome opportunity to work with them and learn from them. And while I was in the ring doing the referee thing, I, you know, it helped me learn, you know, learn how to be in a ring, you know, being in the ring for how, you know, watching how, how, how things work when you're inside this thing. So that helped me a lot, uh, quite a bit when, when it came time to actually start wrestling. Is it something that your dad encouraged or did he want you to kind of hold off from it or? Um, my parents have always been encouraging with everything. Okay, that's uh, he awesome. definitely there was definitely before I got into it. He definitely tried his hardest to excite me about other career choices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but when he knew that that wasn't going to work, I yeah, you know, there's full support all the way. That's awesome. What did you do prior to getting into wrestling? If you don't mind me asking, uh, I did a lot of things. Um, I did. Uh, I was a professional painter for quite some time. Uh, I actually worked on uh, construction. Painting houses, warehouses, uh, anything commercial, residential. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, do a lot of that, a lot of bartending, bounce stuff like that. Uh, now, when you were bartending, 
Did you did you learn the uh, Tom Cruise uh, cocktails spinning, spinning and, and all that kind of? Stuff? <laughs> I, I never. I, I attempted it numerous times. I never got that good. At it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I could swing around a little bit, but nothing like that. It was always dangerous when I started doing that. I mean, somebody was going to get hit over the bottle somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the reason you're no longer a bartender. <laughs> Could be one of them. Could be, might be. <laughs> yep, now you've been uh, doing was, uh, the wrestling gig for about six, seven years now. What? Uh, where do you see your your career going next with it? What? Hopefully, nothing but up. Yeah, it's always hard to say in this business, but uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I'm always working on other ideas. You know, I don't just I don't just focus on wrestling. I focus on the, on uh, any opportunity that has you know that has you know light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Sure. Uh, my wife and I are we're, we're always coming up with new things, you know, new ideas and um, other avenues that we want to pursue on top you know on top of wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see myself quitting anytime soon. You know, I'm just kind of. I'm really just getting the ball rolling, so yeah, I don't stop it. But that's kind of building your own franchise now, aren't you? Uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, what it's all about. Who's your Who's your arch nemesis right now? At the moment, I don't have an arch nemesis. I Garrett's everybody. Just a good guy. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Garrett's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves me. <laughs> See this face? This is a happy face. <laughs> <laughs> So we're talking about Nemesis. What what's this immortal guy? Immortal. What's that? Immortal and feud with Eric, 2010, 2012. I don't oh. left left hands looking up stuff. <laughs> oh, you're looking up old old stuff. Well, that's a couple Why of you gotta bring old. up old history, bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> just leave the past in the past, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just have a that beer and a, leave uh, the bar. <laughs> that was an ongoing feud that I, uh, that we had uh my dad at the time was was involved with, and so we, he and I had a feud going on for for quite a while. His name, his group was Immortal. Ah, uh, that's kind of what kicked off my wrestling, actually. Oh, okay. Right. Kicked off my wrestling and ended his TV career. <laughs> <laughs> and then Groupie Gabe mentioned that. the Aces and the Eights. Yep. Or Aces and Eights. I said Aces and the Eights. Now, what is that? <laughs> we'll let, we'll let that was a lot of, Eric tell us about that. Aces and Eights. That was a lot of fun. What was that, a lot of tag team? Uh, Aces was our faction. That was our group. Okay. Uh, was, gotcha. At, at one time, there was... There's quite a bit of a um, kind of like the revamped new version of the the old New World Order kind of thing. You know? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that was, a, that was our, our group, our faction. And, uh, our leader was Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Myself and, yep, myself and Wes Briscoe. And uh, at one point in time, there was Mr. Anderson and uh, Devon, Devo Brown, uh, my boy, uh, my boy Doc, Luke Gallows, and Mike Knox. God, see this whole crew of us in there. This makes me feel so old because I don't recognize any of those names. <laughs> now, if you would have said <laughs> on, Jimmy Superfly Snooker and Junkyard Dog and Andre and the, Giant. the Iron Sheik, <laughs> I would have been like, yeah. See, that, that's my era. Actually, Ric Flair. Yeah, Rick, well, Ric Flair's still doing stuff. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Ric Flair, it's like I see him on TV at least once a year. Are you serious? <laughs> Is he still in oh, it? Oh yeah, no, he's still been doing. Yeah, he still gets involved. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's like Hogan. They just keep going and going and going. Yeah, wherever those guys are taking, I got to get some of that, man. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> those guys are unstoppable. They are immortal. You know, yep. talking about immortals. How big are you? 
I, and I mean like height, weight, muscle, stuff like that. And just so you know, left hand's going to try to turn and, it into something perverted. Zeke and I are very <laughs> secure in our manhood, and our listeners know that. So we're not afraid to ask these I'll, tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I'm bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a... Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 5'10", 5'11", uh, about 205. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a stout guy, 5'10", 5'11", 205. That's quick. That's yeah. a quick build for wrestling. Heck yeah. So are you like are you like yeah. one of those that does all the acrobatic kind of stuff? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> See me going upside down and flipping, you better call somebody. <laughs> somebody threw you that way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I can. Um, I can do some of that stuff. Not... I've never been a big, uh, never been a big high flyer, so to speak. But uh, I try to keep my feet on the mat as much as possible. <laughs> See, that's the answer I gave when somebody asked me if I wanted to go try to do wrestling, just because of my size. I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. I wouldn't give it up for anything. I, I've got too many buddies that either played pro football or are you know my size and tried wrestling, and they have to take a handful of pain pills just to wake up in the morning. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I want to stay. Definitely want to stay away from that. Oh, nah. Shoot. Plus, I'm old now too. So I mean, you got to be in shape to do. Oh God, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, not just in shape. I mean, you got to be in like, like. Olympic training oh, hell yeah. shape to do what these guys do. Well, absolutely. a lot of them, some of them you don't. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, there's no joke, you know, it's, it's, obviously there's everybody that's, oh, it's fake or, oh, you don't really, you're not a real wrestler. You're just, you know, you're just kind of there to get beat up on and, you know, you're, you're a jobber or whatever people say. On you're the meat stuff. wagon. There's a hundred one of them. There's a hundred one of them out there. You know, right. Every, every minute. But, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you know what your purpose is. You know, in that ring, if you're getting in that ring, whatever your job is, you've got to be in shape. You're an athlete. Yeah, you're you're no an athlete. There is no doubt. That wrestlers are athletes. Yeah, and it hurts, and you're going to get hurt. It's just yep. inevitable. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when and what. So it's just uh, you know, it's my hat's always been off to anybody that gets in that ring, and still to this day, you know, nobody can ever tell. Nobody can ever tell me any different. Yeah, y'all are definitely athletes. I mean, I'd have a stroke if I had to be the ref and count to three. So, <laughs> well, yeah, those refs have to be in shape too. I mean, you guys are in there for thirty, forty-five minutes nonstop, running around, throwing, throwing shit and kicking, and lifting, jumping. jumping from places, and yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch. I mean, nonstop. Are there a lot of wrestlers in the industry that that are into firearms? Do you see that a lot, or? Um, yeah, I think, you know, there's a, uh, a couple of my buddies, you know, a couple of guys that I'm pretty close to, they, they love it and, uh, they love hunting. So yeah, all these guys are actually, uh, that's awesome. See my, uh, just last October, me, myself, or, uh, myself and my dad and, uh, a buddy of ours, Ken Anderson, we, uh, we all went to New Mexico to do an elk hunt. Who did you say? Ken Anderson. Oh, I thought you said Pam Anderson. I was like, <laughs> whoa. No, no, yeah, she was not going to go hunting. Can we get an invite to that one? No. <laughs> you know, she's the exact opposite. She's a PETA. Yeah, uh, there's going to be no hunting there. No. Uh, so we were up there, and we did a muzzleloader hunt. Oh, nice. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I ended up taking uh, taking a nice 6x6, six six, nice big bull elk at 270 yards with a center black powder. Nice. Great oh, shot, man. Yeah, yeah, especially with a muzzleloader. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a shot. Heck yeah. And just so you know, your so, official stats are you're six foot tall, two hundred and twenty pounds. 
That that was going to be another question I forgot to ask. Is it is it like? See, I played basketball, and of course we all fudge a little bit on the, on the stats. Like I'm really six seven, but sometimes I'd show up as six nine. <laughs> I'm whatever whatever the ring announcer at the time wants to call. Me. There you go. <laughs> Maybe after I put my boots on, I'm six foot. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you mainly wear jeans when you're wrestling? Jeans. Uh, I did when I was doing the ace of the ace gimmick. I okay. I try not to anymore. So you can't change the yeah. I was gonna say, man, that's got to like chafe you or something. You got to wear something underneath them. It's hard to move around in jeans, especially when you start to sweat. I can imagine. Yeah, we we found it's pretty cool as we talk to people in under other industries that are into firearms. How many people in those industries actually are into guns? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's kind of what we want to do with the show is give everybody a platform to come on and talk about their their firearms. And in your Absolutely. in your um uh what was what would TNA be considered in your is that a organization? Yeah. Um, is there any sort of firearms policy that is like, hey, you guys can't carry firearms? or anything like that? Do nope. they try to regulate any of that? They don't? Nope. Oh, man. I mean, you can't in the ring, obviously. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, these guys, they do a lot of traveling together, and I guess it's sponsored by TNA. They yeah. take care of a lot of the travel arrangements. I think I think like you that. just nailed about a few thousand more TNA fans with that comment right there. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to our show, and you know, there's, there's places that we find out ban firearms and ban carry and... Yeah, people just don't want to uh, patronize them anymore. But that's that's awesome that that they don't. No, no. You know, granted, we travel for a living, so you know, if, if you, you know, idiot. Obviously, if you're going to be traveling, you got to make sure it's up to you as a yes. possible gun owner to check, you know, check whatever state you're going to to check their policies. You know, who, yeah, who, exactly. Who's yeah. reciprocate? Who reciprocates with who? And, you know, that's up to you, but uh, other right. than that. Now, Zeke and I are getting ready to take a trip to Colorado, and we talked about this on the last show, and we uh, we pulled up some of the the TSA rules and regulations mm-hmm. for, for Nashville and for, for Colorado. So, yeah, I mean, it's imperative, especially if you're going to carry. Uh, you got to see who's reciprocal, who's not reciprocal, uh, what they allow, what they don't allow, as far mm-hmm. as firearm-wise. Yeah, and, and it's weird because some states, for instance, just an example like uh, – there was it when I was living when I used to well I used to live in Arizona and now they don't have a you know they lifted the permit you don't need a permit anymore right, in Arizona yeah. but when you when I got mine you did mm-hmm. and certain states like Arizona would reciprocate with certain states but those states wouldn't necessarily reciprocate with Arizona so sometimes it's not both ways yeah. sometimes it's only yeah. a one way train you gotta yeah. make sure you know which one you're, which one you're getting into otherwise that could be a bad day oh yeah what's your what's your carry of choice. Uh, currently, I have a Glock 26 and a Glock 27. 26, the 9 usually stays here. Um, that was a little easier for my wife to get her hands on if she, if she did, as opposed to that 40. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a little bit of a little bit of a bite to it when it, when, when she got a rack off and around. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, that one, and as you, know, as you guys know, for guys, your carry pieces change like girls change purses. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of depends on what you're wearing for the night. You know, I have, you know, I, I have uh, the, the, the 27 there that is my main go-to. Uh, I have a uh, Taurus Stuppos Airweight 38 that can get pulled out and pulled on the safe every once in a while, depending on what I'm wearing. So yeah. it just kind of depends. Depends on, on the fits. attire, right? Yeah, well, what fits with what certain things fit with. So, you know, it just kind of depends. What about, uh, do you carry a knife with you too, or? I uh, <laughs> give it away my secret. <laughs> I I do carry a boot knife occasionally, old school boot knife on my cowboy boot. Is it like a stiletto yeah. kind of knife? So a little 
and the old school, the old school sticker, just in case. I got you. There you go. Smart man. All right, speaking yeah. of EDC check, we've not had one in a while. <laughs> I just threw on yeah. clothes. I've been sick in bed. I ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> you ain't been out today? Of course, I live in. I do live in Florida now, so I don't, I don't wear jeans and cowboys too often. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Florida, the gunshine yeah. state, though. And, yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, but it's really hard to hide a carry piece in your board shorts. <laughs> hey, you'd be wild. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can stick one of those Glock forty twos in that uh, the little the the board short pocket. You can get a twenty seven <laughs> in there, yeah. Too Caltech PF nine's a good one. Tell you, tell you what, I just found here recently that now I want to I look a little more into it. I don't remember the brain fart and I can't remember the, the name of it. But Smith and Wesson, it's a, one of their newer revolvers. Um, the bottom, the barrel is mounted underneath. You seen that? Oh, kind of like the Chiapas. the Rhino, the Rhinos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's a two inch barrel, and it's a uh, it's like an octagon, like the cylinder, almost octagon. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's the Kiapa Rhino. Have you, have you, sh- have either one of you shot one of those yet? No, I haven't, but we yet. know people that have that say the recoil is negligible on it. Like you can't feel hardly anything with it. That's what the guy was saying. I guess the uh, the theory behind that barrel being mounted the way, or being you know inst- the, the way it is, instead of getting muzzle flip and it coming back, it you know it comes back yeah. into you. you mm-hmm. as a yeah, you've got more back. weight holding it down too with all the the. Barrel and everything on top. No, yep. uh, I, I just I just held one for the first time the other day, and I instantly fell in love. Actually, with the it. barrels on the bottom. I tell you what, time. when next time you're in Nashville, give us a call, and we'll we'll line up a Barrett tour, <laughs> and we'll, that we'll, would be awesome. we'll hook up a Rhino shooting too. No guarantees on the Barrett that, tour. Yeah, <laughs> because well, we, we haven't got one yet, but <laughs> we'll work something out. We'll definitely yeah, shoot. Yeah, we'll definitely round that. Absolutely. So we'd like to thank our sponsors, Savoy Leather, spelt Savoy, S-A-V-O-Y leather.com. Uh, go there and get your custom holsters and uh, anything you want on, on there, as long as it's not vulgar, Jeremiah can hook you up with. Yeah. The uh, best gun trainers, firearms trainers in the industry, ICE Training, I-C-E, it's I-C-E Training.us. It's our buddy Rob Pincus. Check him out. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Dax Bruner. And hey, Dax, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank yeah. you. I got my zombie 50 cal pin, brother, and it is badass. I yep. love it. So Dax can take pretty much any caliber uh, shell casings and make a custom pin for you. And these pins, they're not just... Take a picture of our new pins. And yeah, they're pictures. not just cool uh, looking. They actually write really well, too. They're really well made pins. These are high-quality pins. Oh, yeah. pins. He used the cross-fill uh, refills in there, so they yeah. write real well. Uh, also, that's CantuBrunerDesigns.com is his website. Mm-hmm. Also, Dax. All or Nothing Tattoo Studio, the most award-winning tattoo studio in the world. And I understand you got a few tats uh don't you Garrett? yes sir and more to come and more to come <laughs> where where all do you have them i don't want that to know you can all. talk about that you can talk about <laughs> yeah i don't want to know all <laughs> uh i have um on my right arm i have a half sleeve um that i started quite some time ago and i one of these days i'll get around to finishing You've got some on cool hammers upper, on there I, I saw those cool like thor hammers it's uh they're actually pistons is, oh, that, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. yeah He's got a cataract in one eye. <laughs> yeah, I got an excuse. <laughs> it's hard to tell. It's hard they to tell. They look like... like there's a lot okay. going on. But yeah, they're, they're uh, a set of pistons, and then I got the old hot rod uh, front end of an old uh, an old 38 hot rod up there, and a couple flags behind it, and the flames, and my aces, and my dice. And on the inside is uh, is actually my, my logo, my one-pad cat. 
um, which is my my apparel line, OneBadCat.com. Oh, nice. Go on there and check that out. Also on Twitter, at OneBadCatInc. Uh, that's my, uh, my, my, my badass cat head on there, my one bad cat. So that's that. Yeah, uh, I see that. That's on cool. my upper left, I got my upper left quad and thigh uh, half sleeved. Um, and then on my lower right, my lower right from the from my ankle up to about my knee is all sleeved up that I'm working on right now. Sweet. You ever heard of All or Nothing Tattoo in Georgia? Nope, I have not. But okay. I haven't been in Georgia in quite some time. Uh, Brandon Bond, it's his tattoo studio there in Atlanta. One of the tops right on. tops in the world. And their uh, very gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholemerch.com. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press. Check out those gun-friendly guys and girls at, uh, yeah, give them a call at 1-800-615-1840, extension pew, 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 pew. And if you are a veteran, a veteran, you need to make sure that you get in touch with them because they know all about getting you set up with a VA loan. So give them a call at 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. And definitely don't forget our bandwidth sponsors, SDI.edu, that's Sonoran Desert Institute. They have the distance learning gun courses to uh, to become a certified gunsmith. Uh, Make sure you check them out. SDI.edu. And don't forget about our contest. Uh, Get one of our t-shirts at 1776united.com. Post a picture of you, cool, funny, happy, crazy, whatever. <laughs> Hashtag it, talking lead t-shirt. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a view. It could yeah, be, be of anything, just as long as the t-shirt is in the shot. Hashtag it, talking lead t-shirt. And it's your t-shirt, and it's your picture. Yes. We've had a couple people <laughs> stealing other people's pictures, but we know who is posting what. And you have a chance to win a Two Vets Arms Bravo AR-15 rifle. In addition so. to a lot of other cool stuff, 1776 t-shirts, uh, mm-hmm. ball caps, ammo. Yep. What else? You nailed it. Oh. I want to get in on that contest. Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so just go to 1776united.com, get you one of the Talking Lead t-shirts, and make sure you hashtag it, Talking Lead t-shirt. Garrett, man, thanks for coming on the show. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hopefully, get to do it again. And throw yeah. out anything about your uh, company or anything you want to plug. No, like I said, we just uh, I threw that out there. The uh, onebadcat.com. dot uh, com. Okay. Also on Twitter at, at onebadcatinc. Check it out. Get on there. We'll be up some shirts, hats, women's tanks, women's tees. Uh, I've got kids stuff. So let me uh, anything that you, anything you need, I got. Nice. And if they want to find out when you're wrestling and where, can they just go to TNA's website? Yeah, yeah. For that, uh, you can also, I usually try to keep everybody updated on my personal Twitter, which is at Garrett Bischoff. Um, you can find me there. Uh, and everything, uh, everything I'm doing or wherever I'm going is usually posted right on there. All right. Man, when you're in our area, make sure you uh, you holler at us. We'll hook up. Yep. Definitely. Oh, we're going to, uh, we're definitely going to, I got some friends up there in Nashville too, so that's not, that's come company anyway. We're going to be definitely hooking up we're going to go have some fun. Word. And as always, left hand, keep, keep your, your loved ones, ones close and your firearms even closer.